Hello, everyone. Welcome to another exciting episode of Mindset to Mastery, where we provide tips, tools, and strategies, actionable items to help you change your mindset and master your success. I'm your host, Keisha A. Rivers, President and Chief Outcome Facilitator of the CARS Group, where we facilitate outcomes. And I am joined by none other than my yes sister friend, author, publisher, and general amazing woman, <laughs> Um, Angelia, how are you, darling? <laughs> I'm I'm doing wonderful, Keisha. I'm doing wonderful. And you? Oh, I am I am doing great. I have been so excited, um, and I wanted to bring people bring you back on to talk about this. But you are you have just released this book um, that I I read it in like a couple of days. It was so hard for me to put down. It's called Yes Sisters. Surrounding yourself with women who affirm, encourage, and challenge you. And so I wanted to talk to you about this whole concept of yes sisters and what it means and what it looks like for women who are, I guess we're going through that super wonder, superwoman, wonder woman syndrome where we're always doing so much for everybody else, but we never really look at how, what kind of affirmation and support and encouragement that we need. So we're going to be talking about that today. Um, and then we'll also give some information about how you can get the book, where you can find it. But, you know, first of all, tell me what made you decide to write this book about Yes Sisters? Whew. My, you know, as I often say, my story, I had a lot of things, had a lot of uh, my life and my story consists of a lot of moving parts. And the best way for me to be able to share um, my story was to include the women. I feel like it was very imperative that I include the women and the sisters that helped me navigate through what I call my, on my journey for the last 15 years. And that these women um, were very um, vital to my growth and healing. So it was, you know, that was the, the main reason. Um, to to really write this book and to um, to uh, to share it. Well, that that's awesome because I think so many times people don't really think about the yeses and the yes sisters and the people that are affirming them because when life throws rocks at you, <laughs> um, it's so hard sometimes to see the positive and the good things that come out of that. Um, so what I love about the way that this book is laid out is that you incorporate so many stories and you just mentioned about the stories and the, and the journey that you've gone on um, in your life. So what prompted you to write the book where you highlighted the, the stories of these women? Well, I, um, you know, if I know that I'm dealing with situations, Everyone has a story. Everyone has a yes sister, and it was some of the main. It was some of these amazing women's stories that helped me. Like, wow, I guess I'm not the only one. You know, I because you know I was functioning on empty. Um, I did life daily. I was stuck, but to be able to hear other women and to have them that give them the opportunity to share. Um, you know, different um, situations that they have went on. I thought, well, how powerful that is. And so that we can, it's a connection. 
And so that was very important for me to share. And, you know, and I love the way that throughout the book, you, you give these, these details about what the women were feeling and, and what they were learning about. And then you had these great people who, you know, who contributed, um, Tamala Mann, a Grammy award winner and NAACP award winner, um, Liz Curtis Higgs, bestselling author and speaker, um, Holly Girth, bestselling author of Fierce Hearted, Candace Cameron, mm -hmm. uh, I mean, you've just got all of these, these well-known quote unquote <laughs> people, in addition to some of your prominent Yes Sisters. Yes. So I, I think yes. that, is, that, is, that is so amazing. I want to ask you, and I know you don't have, you may not necessarily have a favorite, and I don't want to put you too much on the spot. Uh, don't put me on the spot. <laughs> <laughs> um, so what is the, the number one story from this book that has stood out to you? <sighs> Boy, these were all pretty good stories. And I knew that question would eventually come up sooner than later. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, I think, um, I don't know if I got to narrow it down. I think one of the challenging, I loved all of them, but I think when we got over to the chapters um, 18 and 19, we're talking about forgiving no sisters and writing wrong yeses. When Heidi um, Shivaroli and Amy Parker, those because those were when I really had to take a self inventory and reflection. And really, when we were writing the book, I had to just like, like I need a minute because I had to take inventory of myself mm -hmm. to see where I had fallen short. Because you know, it's always easy for us to pinpoint and talk about what other people have done to us. Mm -hmm. But I had to take a look in the mirror at my own self and actions and really, you know, reading those ladies stories and to be able to um, at that moment, I, I made a decision, I had to make decisions to cut different women off that were um, really no sisters, you know, mm -hmm. and that they were, even though I wasn't engaging in some of the conversation and gossip or whatever, I was guilty, you know, because even if you don't say anything, but if you're listening and taking things in, you're, you're just as guilty, you know? Mm -hmm. And so those were two of the chapters, I guess, that would be, you know, and how to go back and to correct those wrongs, you know, because often we don't like to apologize, you know, where, you know, pride gets in the way and all that good stuff. But in order for me to really become the yes sister, I had to really, you know, I had to take, oh, I had to own that as well. Yeah, that that is a, a huge learning lesson because I think that, as you said, we're so eager and it's, and it's actually easier to look at what other people are doing to us. Um, and, mm -hmm. and there was there was actually a story that you mentioned, um, you know, specifically about that, where, you know, these two friends, um, you know, met up and one of them was moving, was relocating. And mm -hmm. the, the, her, her friend was feeling hurt because she wasn't told. And, right. and so that whole interaction, when 
I, I read that and I could feel the hurt on both sides because when she said, you know, I found out you were moving and her friend was like, well, who told you? And she said, well, you know, our, our kids are in the same class. I found out from the teacher and why wouldn't you tell me? And how could you, and how could you uproot your family? And, and there were all of these like accusations because she felt hurt. And then her friend was like, I didn't tell you because I knew you'd react like this and I needed your support. Wow. Yes. That's so, yeah. so it, 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 yeah. I love the way this, this is infused with these stories and the lessons. Um, you are a very strong woman of faith. And I have noticed that within all of the stories that you weave in from individual women, you also weave in stories from the Bible and lessons mm -hmm. from, from scripture. So tell me, talk to us a little bit about why you decided to incorporate that. Oh, that was that I had to incorporate that because definitely my faith is what carried me through. Um, and this, that's just who I am. That's my makeup. And I thought it was important to, to know that when you're going through, um, regardless of whatever you're going through, um, you can use your faith. That could be what you rely on in the, the scriptures. And it's um, when things are just hard and just complex and challenging, um, you can have your girlfriend, but yet you can still have the word of God with you as well. And scriptures, and maybe you're not even feeling up to it. You know, a lot of times this is like, okay, am I going through the motions? But you can always still have these are things that's going to be there. And some, these are the solid principles and foundation of yes, sisters or friends or sisterhood, relationships, and definitely the word of God. Those are things that are always steadfast. And, and it's great that you can be, you, you're at a point now where you can look back at what it is that you went through. You can pull out the lessons and the fact that you can find, you know, the fact that your faith was something that you could hold on to. And then there were these, you know, these, these lighthouses in the midst of the darkness and in the storms, you know, of your yes sisters who affirmed you and encouraged you and, and who challenged you to become better um, and who helped you in that process of, of growing. So I know that for a lot of women, um, you know, especially the higher you go in your career and when you branch out on your own and try to do things that other people don't think you can do, they find it isolating and, and it feels like they, they don't know where to find a yes sister. So I know that with you, with, with deciding to start the magazine, um, and we'll talk a little bit about, about Hope for Women, um, when you set out to start the magazine and you mentioned in the book about your journey of, of, of believing that this was something you needed to do, can you describe a little bit about your process and, and what you were thinking and, and how you found a yes sister to be able to, to walk alongside you in that? Well, and and that's what's so that's what's so amazing and powerful is that when I set out, I was just setting out to say, okay, let me see how I can heal and what what can happen for myself. Um, even knowing Keisha that I never really had what you call friends. I, I wanted a sister friend. I wanted friends, but I never had those. And 
that was something that I had always desired. So I think that was the way of God was setting me up mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, when doing the magazine. And that was a journey. That was part of the whole process is to be able to um, weed out. You, you know, when you do something of the magnitude of doing a magazine, you have all kind of people want to surround you because they want to be a part of something that's new and fresh and, oh, you know, you know, you have a really cool job and a cool title. So you have all these people who want to really be with you. Um, the process, it was just, a, it was a whole process of elimination in, in each, each, each circumstance um, taught me a, a valuable lesson and I had a great, you know, coaches and teachers along the way, some of these women that helped me, okay, let's, what's the lesson in it? You know, um, being Keisha herself, mm-hmm. you know, I had to start finding, well, what was the lesson and what did you learn? Because in everything you learn and all through that process, I was learning, okay, you know, this person had these great characteristics, but, you know, they were really, they weren't that good in this um, aspect. But then it showed me how, okay, well, what did you contribute to um, the relationship and how can you do better? And so through this process, it really helped me to identify, you can have a whole bunch of women um, that, you know, you can be friends with, they can speak yes to, but it's just, it's only a select few that you really can say, okay, these are my yes sisters. These are the people who really have pour that will pour into you. And, yeah. and I think it's so key because when you mention in the book about wanting sisters and wanting friends, because you, you never had that many um, growing up and there was something so telling and you, you mentioned how, you were talking to your mother and you told her that you wanted to have a lot of friends. And she told you that you're really only going to have maybe one or two. Um, and, and, and so this book is, is kind of like, well, no, I don't have just one or two. So describe for me, how did you come from, because a lot of people think that, you know, I only have one they or two do. really close friends and you know, that's it. Um, how did you go about shifting your, your thinking and your mindset to realizing that, you know, I can have more than, more than one or two? Why my, you know, you think our parents grew up in a whole different um, generation, you know, and they are real guarded, have, you know, they didn't grow up in the age of social media. And so my mom thinks that's just a horrible thing. Who, who's friends on social media, you know, that sort of thing. And she, she, she is her personality, not in her, in her characteristic is not to have a lot of people. She's real. She does. She likes to be isolated and alone, but that is not my personality. I want to be able to say, Hey, if I want to go to North Carolina or South Carolina, I want to hook up with you, Tisha. Can I stay with you? You know, I want to be able to have, I always wanted to have those type of friends. Mm-hmm. And I, um, I realized that you can have, you can have a friend and girlfriends for whatever, you know, you need. It might just be that girlfriend that you talk to, that you're talking about business or, or just travel. Like you said, or just some people, I got friends that we just sit around and eat, talk about eating. <laughs> and, and that's just the gist of our relationship or organization. But you can have friends and you respect each other and you help each other grow. 
Um, some girlfriends are there just to talk about relationships and growing and just empowerment. And those are the, that's what I wanted. That's what I always desired. And, and I, I, I still believe there are more relationships that I will, um, I will come in contact that I will grow. I don't think, uh, I think, you know, part I talk about it in the book too, is that, you know, you just can't limit yourself as we grow. We're going to find other relationships and we should, we should, uh, we should welcome those, you know? And you know, the one thing that I found interesting is that you have very, you have different friends, you have different, you know, people that have different roles in your life. And throughout the book, you mention that you've got, you have yes sisters for reasons and you have yes sisters for seasons. Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. and you're not necessarily going to have the same people around you the entire time because we grow, we develop, we, we change. Um, and, and it's not to say that that's a bad thing. It's just that as you get older and you grow and you develop, you're not going to be the exact same person. So the person who was in your circle and really close to you when you were going through a certain time because you needed that reassurance and you needed that encouragement because that, you know, that person had had that experience, you guys may end up drifting, you know, a little bit further apart when you move into another season of your life and and have another challenge that you're, um, or another growth spurt, as I like to call them. Um, yes, I like that. <laughs> going through. So talk to me a bit about, um, for people who are listening and, and, you know, you have a lot of women, especially women of color, black women, where we're always being told that we can't get along and there's no way for us to collaborate and that, um, you know, they just don't support each other. So talk to us a little bit about what you would suggest to someone who's looking for a yes sister and they don't know, you know, I don't see anyone around me that I can call a yes sister. So what advice would you give to them in terms of finding one and being one? Right. I think the the number one, the first thing is you have to let your guards down. You have to, you know, a lot of times it's black women or as we, we've been hurt so many times and, you know, we, we, um, we group and categorize every situation into one big group, you know? Um, so we have to let, we have to have, we we must have boundaries at all times, but we have to be willing to trust as well. And you have to, you know, keep your um your eyes and your heart and your spirit open to be able to receive, you know, because some people are just just like um, women, like I myself and you and other women are out seeking for women to be those yes sisters. Other women are doing the same thing. And so that's where, you know, you have to have, you know, be prayerful um, and just even just kind of just try and how we say, try the spirit out, you know, and try that personality and kind of, you know, ask key questions. And, and I think um, now <laughs> after it took me a little while, but I can kind of feel when something is right and, um, you know, don't, um, don't um, overlook those if you feel something is not right early on in that relationship, it's okay. And I think that's one of the things that, you know, as you were talking, I was thinking, it's okay. It's okay if, you know, you go through different transition and seasons and you move on. It's not that you don't love that person or that you don't value that person, 
but for the different season or where I'm at or wherever you get ready to move, you know, it's okay to have different relationships. And then you have to be okay with, um, you want to be around women that are okay with you having multiple relationships, you know? So, I mean, cause you know, some women get a little jealous just because, you know, they kind of, you know, you think, okay, well, we're in our forties and fifties. We shouldn't have these <laughs> issues. But, um, you know, I posted something the other day about adult sisterhood, adult relationships is kind of, it can be kind of complex. So, Yeah, especially yeah. when you have people who have been, been in your life for years and, mm -hmm. you know, someone new comes in and they're like, wait a minute, that's, that's my friend. You need to get, a, you know, back mm -hmm. up. I, that's my friend now. Mm -hmm. um, and, and what's, I, what's, go ahead. I'm sorry. What's been very interesting is the people who I had grown up with all my life in my, in my town. Um, I can't really say those women have not been the ones that really have poured into me uh, the way several of my yes sisters have on that, you know, that, I mean, when I tell you it just, and it's, it's really, it's really unique. And I think, and I think it's powerful and it says a lot because it's like the, it's like we're so complacent and comfortable with who we are when we, we're, we're familiar with people, but the women on the outside wanted to know, I want to know, I want to get to know you more, you know, I want to know what you're thinking. And I, I think it was just, it's been a powerful thing. And that's why I say, you know, don't limit yourself with relationships and, and having, finding good yes sisters because, you know, these sisters, you know, that I shared in the book helped me, they literally pulled me out of just being like in the trenches, you know, so powerful. And, and I think that the great thing about this book is for someone like me that I, I grew up, you know, as only girl, um, all brothers, mainly hung around my male cousins. And I was not a girly girl. I was not the type to, you know, hang out and do your hair and all of that stuff because I was really more introverted and, um, and I wasn't really shy, but because I was introverted and I, I kind of had to be around you for a little bit before I felt you out. Um, I didn't have opportunities to really bond with a lot of, a lot of girls growing up. And so as I, I've only started developing yes, sister relationships really as an adult. And so mm. it's been a whole different type of, um, journey for me in going from always being the yes sister to someone else where I was always pouring into them and encouraging them and challenging them and, and pulling them out of, of their trenches and, and their valleys and, and doing all of that, being that for them. Now my journey has shifted and I have other women who have come alongside me who are doing the same thing. And that has been a tremendous difference to going from being the yes sister who's always pouring into someone else to mm -hmm. being the receiving on the receiving end of a yes sister that I can call and say, Hey, I just need to vent or I'm going through this or give me the speech because imposter syndrome is knocking on the door again. Or, you know, tell me again why I'm doing this <laughs> type yeah. of thing. Yeah. Um, and, and I think for a lot of women, especially, you know, women of color who have been, we've been the, we've been the strong ones. Um, I will yeah. say this for the women who have always been the strong ones, um, 
we're familiar with being yes sisters to other people, but having someone else be a yes sister to us is a whole different ball game. Um, yes, it is. And I just, I love the way in the book, how you describe the, the ways that we have to be open to both types of relationships. Yes, I think it's very important. I think that's very important. I, I love what you just said. That's because that is it. That's it. It's how you have to be the giver and you have to be able to be the receiver as well. Yep. That's powerful. And, that's powerful. And so that's where the balance that's where the balance comes in, I think. Right. The B word. The balance. Yes. Mm -hmm, <laughs> mm -hmm. Yes, it does. It comes in. You have to have some balance because then you're drained, like you said, when we're the super sister, mm -hmm. then we're drained because we're just pouring into everybody else and, you know, we're giving everybody. But sometimes you need to be able to sit back and someone needs to tell you, Keisha, okay, why are you doing this? And, mm -hmm. okay, let's talk this through. You know, we, you need that as well, you know? And that is, this, and I keep telling people, it's like, you cannot pour from an empty cup. You know, you can, you're That's supposed right. to pour from your overflow, not pour out from a point where you're going to become depleted because you need what you have for you as well. And, and to have other people around you that will pour into you when you're feeling depleted and, and your stock is getting empty and diminished and who will challenge you and who will pull you out of that, you know, comfort zone of pity partying and, and everything that we get so used to. Um, I think it's, it's, it's imperative, especially the older that we get, that we understand these different dynamics and we try to surround ourselves with different people that are going to serve different roles. Um, That's right. I, I love That's one right. of the things that you said in the book about how you have yes sisters that, for, that, that fill in different spots. You've got people, mm -hmm. and you mentioned it earlier, you have people who are your spiritual yes sisters. You have people who are accountable that you are held accountable to in business. You have, you know, the foodies that y'all just want to go and, you know, hang out. And, you know, so it, it, and I think it's important for us to recognize that that's okay. That's healthy um, for us to be able to do that and to be open to that. So I noticed that in the, in the, your, your book has only been released a couple of weeks and I have noticed that you have had a tremendous amount of outpouring of support and, you know, um, and you are recent, you've recently been notified that you guys are in Target now, right? Yes. Yes. We're in Target. <laughs> so, Yay. so tell us where, tell everybody where they can find it, um, where they can find out more about you and, um, and then what's next for you. You can, you can find the book on, you actually can find it on our HOPE website. And when you purchase the book through the HOPE website, then you'll get it autographed um, by myself. Um, and that's at hopeforwomenmag.com slash shop. So that's on our store site. Or you can purchase it through Barnes & Noble, Books A Million, um, Christian Books. You can put, uh, 
through the Baker Publishing website. Just all your major retailers is where you can find it and Target online. Now, I've been to my local Target. I'm trying to go in there, take a few selfies and hope a group of us. <laughs> it is not in the store yet. So, so I'm, I'm, I'm anticipating it for it to start showing up into Target stores across the land as well. Um, which is, you know, that's just phenomenal when they sent me an email that, you know, and it was just like, okay, can they send me anything else? It's just, you know, I just get these, I never know what I'm going to wake up to, but just to get that, and it's like they said, oh, they absolutely love the cover. They was a, a definite yes. And I'm just like, okay, well, first, I didn't even know you guys had pitched it to them. But <laughs> well, that is um, great. That is absolutely That is, I think it's that. And, you know, I think what's really fantastic about it, and I am just, I am just celebrating and just uh, taking it all in like a sponge. I mean, for because for the first time, I think, Keisha, in the last 15 years, it's just finally just like, I can just breathe and just like to be happy at this moment instead of just like just going, 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 trying to make things happen. And it's just like, whew, this is what happens when you, I think, I think you were the, even the one that told me several years ago that, you know, even when we talk about, I'm sure you're going to ask a question about hope, but mm -hmm. hope is with just the vehicle. And I'm thinking, you mean I had that with just the vehicle to get me to this? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> like, can we, exactly. Can, can we have, can we had done something a little, can we took a shortcut? <laughs> no, no shortcuts. There are no shortcuts. <laughs> I could take no shortcuts because None of the book wouldn't be, I don't think the book wouldn't have its impact and success. And I wouldn't have been able to become vulnerable and really share uh, and really just dig deep into, you know, who these women are and, you know, where I really was and to be candid if I didn't go through what I went through. So, Exactly. Well, thank you so much for joining us. Um, our time is up. Um, Every time we have a conversation, I love it because you, you, we don't, we learn so much from each other. But um, thank you all for tuning in um, to Mindset to Mastery. You can find us um, episodes on my website at carsgroup.com. That's K-A-R-S group.com. We're also on Apple and Google and Spotify and iHeartRadio and a whole host of other things. So um, until next time. Um, thank you guys so much for joining us and I want you to um, continue to strive to improve yourself and to do those things that are going to position you to be able to change your mindset and master your success. Until next time, I'm your host, Keisha A. Rivers, Chief Outcome Facilitator and President of the CARS Group. Make sure that you do your best to always make it a great one. Bye-bye.